on Wednesday. Uh, I think he's getting over jet lag. Uh, he can still preach without falling asleep today, so that's good. And uh, I started going to India. He invited me to come, uh, I think it was 1992, been 20, 23, 20, uh, almost 25 years, going back and forth. And I've been a part of the ministry there. There's a seminary, Bible college, graduate school, orphanage. He'll tell you about some of those things. But God has blessed. Uh, the church is packed out. And people are serving God and doing a great work in that land. And so we are grateful. Usually, uh, Dr. Thomas is with us just before he leaves to go back to India after the Christmas break. But we were busy and he was busy. So we said, well, when you come home, let this be the first place you go. He didn't have to travel a long ways. He's going to be traveling, going to be in Israel for conventions in about a week or two. But uh, he didn't have to go uh, with his tiredness from traveling. Just come for us. And I'm so happy that he's here. I just want to share him with you. Dr. Thomas, would you come? Would you welcome Dr. Matthew Thomas? Great to have you today. God bless you. Amen. 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 Praise God. What a joy and delight for me to be back at Christian Life Church. Pastor Gerald, thank you for giving us this opportunity to minister the Word of God. Church, you are helping three pastors in Bihar every month. And if you Google search about Bihar, one of the tough areas in India now, they are burning the churches, they are killing people, and we were there last month uh, just to see those pastors who are supported by Christian Life Church. We were in a jungle. We never thought we'll make it there. First time I took my wife because it's very dangerous, very dangerous there. I never took her in last many, many years, but I took her for, for the first time to see these young people who are supported by Christian Life Church, how the work is expanding there. Now we have 67 churches in that section. Thank God. Thank God. There is a place they kill one of the orphan boys who has memorized Psalm 119, Psalm 116. And when Dr. Merrill was preaching in our conference from Book of James, he came and said the whole book of James. And he was killed. I took my wife to that village also. Just to let them know we love them in spite of what they did. And we had a fellowship dinner for 270 people. We fed them. What a God we have. Church, thank you. Thank you for supporting orphan boys and girls from some of the people from this church. Still supporting every month. We have now... 133 boys and girls in the orphanage. God has been good to us. We have 137 full-time students, full-time students of our seminary. And God willing, this June, we'll be launching two more masters and doctoral program. When Dr. Merrill came in 1992, we went and prayed for a piece of land. Remember that? And we built a building, and I put a sign on the building, Dr. Kurian Thomas, that's my dad, research center. And it took us almost 20 years to see that vision coming to reality just June 28th. We will open Masters in Theology and Counseling, Master of Divinity, the Distance Program, and number three, Doctoral Program, it will be accredited. It's not $50 degree. You have to go seven years in the Bible college to join that program. And that will take two and a half years. And we have a team of anointed intellectual professors who have degree earned PhD. I have nine people already with me now. So pray for us as we empower young leaders for or emerging leaders for this generation. Pray for us. A lot of challenges are there, no doubt. That's part of life. I have never seen any Christian immune to challenges of life. I have never seen. I'm Christian for 59 years. Um, I'm younger than Pastor Fred Job. 
I want to make it very clear. When he applied for the visa last time to come to India, actually he was there before, and I took him to the marketplace, people never saw a big young man like that. <laughs> With a t-shirt. I said, you are going to go in a t-shirt. They thought somebody has come from WWE or WWF now. <laughs> Next time when he applied for the visa, Indian counselor, they got scared to see this tall man. They, they canceled his visa. Twice he went. They denied him. I don't know why. Maybe he went with two senior citizens with him. They were trying to come to India. I don't know. The reason, I don't know. But we always talk about you, Pastor Fred. Um, not because you were, you were denied for the visa. Not, not for that, that you were denied. Because whenever I see him, I said, give me fresh joke by Fred Joe. Uh, yesterday he gave us something about 100-year-old lady eating gunpowder every day. And this morning he gave about a 10-year-old girl. I will not say what he said. Uh, but church, you have to know, we are connected with this, this church and this ministry for many years. I was going through my dad's diary. Bose, Madsen Bose, introduced my dad to Pastor Mead, Dr. Mead, in 1956 when the Bible college was on Sheridan Road. 56, I don't think the pastor Dell was born. That time, from that time on, we are connected to this ministry and to see, oh, I was so blessed to talk to Luke yesterday and to see Mark sitting between the third generation. We, Pastor Merrill, I mean, Pastor Daryl and I, we are third generation leaders. My grandpa was a pastor. My dad was a pastor. I'm a pastor. To see a fourth generation sitting in the front pew. What a joy. I'm the, what a joy. You wouldn't believe what a joy I have. I'm a pastor's son. To see blessings of God from generation to generation. I said from generation to generation. I'm so glad God is a good God. I said God is a good God. And I have not come just to have a message, or I change the word, a sermon. I'm not. You know me for many years. I'm coming here since 1992 in this church. I'm not here to bring a sermon. Oh, you didn't get it. I said, I'm not here to bring a sermon. Sermon can be prepared. Sermon can be downloaded. I'm here to bring the word of God. Amen. And when Pastor Daryl was saying, I'm talking, this morning also I woke up in the morning, I was just seeking God because I do not want to come to this church. This is my first service of this trip. No doubt I will be in Israel meeting with all the leaders of Jordan. Then all the world leaders are coming there for seven days. Yes, but more than that, I want to be a blessing to this church. And when Pastor Dell made powerful statement, I don't know whether you paid attention or not. When I go to a church, I listen to the host pastor, what he says. He says, he said this morning, it will be very powerful. It will be very amazing. And the third word he said, it will be supernatural. That was my cry this morning, oh God. I want to see supernatural power in the service. I want to have an encounter with you, the God who does powerful things. I said, powerful things. He always does powerful things. I said, he always does powerful things. And it is up to you and I to prepare ourselves. It is up to you and I to prepare ourselves. When we look to this world, don't worry, I'll be done at 11 o'clock. 10.59, I'm done. 
Because that's the way I run my conference. I have seven speakers a day. Seven speakers a day, and no one can go over time in my conference. If they go over time, I turn the power off. <laughs> one of the guys, you know, Leanne, you knew, knew about this pastor. He, he said, when the anointing comes upon me, no one can stop me. I said, when the anointing comes upon me, I know how to stop you. Then I never called him back for three years. Now he's after me. He said, Dr. Thomas, I want to come back to your conference. I said, if you want to come back to my conference, learn to submit to local authority. So simple. So when I come to this church, Pastor Gerald, I will submit to you. I asked him, what time? We have to say, amen. He said, 11 o'clock. I said, yes, we'll be done 11 o'clock. But when you look to the world today, full of tension, Full of tension. I'm telling you, you look any, anywhere in the world, full of tension, anxiety, trials, catastrophe, crisis. The thing which we never heard last year in 2014, we are hearing in 15. And we as believers, what we need now, should we go to purpose-driven life or spirit-driven life? Nothing wrong, all those things. Nothing wrong. But I want to be very simple this morning. We need three main, most important things. Believer, listen to me carefully now. You need three most important things to face the challenges of our life. Crisis, sickness. Only three things you need. Number one. His joy. Number two, his peace. And number three, his hope. That's all we need. I said, that's all we need. We need the joy of the Almighty God. We need the peace which passeth all understanding. And we need hope which will give us strength in midst of trials. And difficulties. When we feel we are discouraged. Oh, we, we are depressed. When we feel we are depressed. There's nothing for us. Remember, Bible says in Colossians chapter 1 verse 27. The hope of glory dwelleth in you. The hope of glory dwelleth in us. Finding hope by reflecting on what God says. Oh, you didn't get it. Finding hope by reflecting what God says. Number two, finding hope by refocusing our eyes on Lord Jesus Christ. In depressed condition, I want you to focus on Him and Him alone. Hope when you are discouraged. Bible says in Psalm 39 verse 7, my hope is in you. My hope is in you. When you're discouraged, look to the Bible. When you're distressed and you don't know what to do, Bible says, the eyes of the Lord are on those whose hope is on his unfailing love. What a God we have this morning. When you are defeated, when you feel everything you have done became a total failure, you're defeated. Remember 1 Corinthians chapter 15. I have a risen Savior. His victory is your victory. His victory is your victory. People tell us, last Sunday every church spoke about Jesus is risen. He's risen. He's alive. It's a historical fact. As a, it is a historical fact. But I have a biblical saving faith this morning. The one who is risen lives in me. He lives in you. So turn with me to book of Romans chapter 15. Romans 15 and we'll read verse 13. 
I was going to show you the picture of the church building and all. Maybe Luke can put in between, throw those pictures there while we sing. 1513, where is Brother Ed? Ed was asking me when I came to the church, your shoe is from India? I said, yes, sir. This suit is from India? I said, yes, sir. This tie is from India? Yes, sir. I said, everything is from India, but the Bible is from America. I bought it here. So let me read. There's not an Indian Bible I'm reading this morning. I bought it here in the bookstore. Bible says in 1513, I pray that God, the source of hope, listen to me carefully, source of hope will fill you completely with joy and peace because you trust in him. Then you will overflow with confident hope. Let me read different translation. It says, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope. One translation says, you will brim over with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Believers, we need that confident hope. We need that confident hope. When you are hemmed up with trials, difficulties, challenges, we need this confident hope. I want to let you know this morning, last Easter 2014, Easter Sunday, we had the tremor and I have to demolish our church building. And people said, how are you going to build a church in the midst of recession when 93% of the support has been stopped? You didn't get what I said. 93% of my foreign support has been stopped. How you're going to build a church will cost you $718,000. Church building is going to cost me $718,000. And I told the church, I will not take the loan. I'm not going to make bank rich. With my interest money, they are not going to build another building, some big bank building. I said, we will trust God. My hope is built on Jesus Christ. I said, my hope is built on Jesus Christ. And for his glory, I'm going to let you know, we will have the church building this year before my conference dedicated debt-free. Oh, you didn't get it. It will be debt-free. Because my hope is on God and God alone. In 1 Timothy chapter 4 says, I have hope in the living God. He has not disappointed me. I say, he has not disappointed me. And I want to let you know this morning, whatever challenges you have, Whatever difficulties you have, God is a God of hope. Before Leanne bring that song, I want to explain to you this is scripture. Bible says, God, the source of hope, will fill you. Oh, you didn't get it. Let me fill you. This Chris Ullman. Oh, no, no, Fred Joe, because he's very tall. Okay. He will fill you completely, Bible says, with joy and peace. Now he's completely full now. He will fill you completely with joy and peace so that you may overflow with confident hope. There's overflowing now here. It's overflowing. I want to live in fullness. Oh, you didn't get it. I want to live you. I want to live. I want everyone to live in fullness. Every day, not just Sunday morning. Sunday morning is easy. When everybody's playing, we can say, yes, I'm, a, I'm living in fullness. But will you live in fullness? Monday to Saturday. Will you say, yes, my life is full of joy. My life is full of peace. 
My life is overflowing with confident hope. My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but wholly lean on Jesus' name. Sing it together. Oh. On Christ the solid rock I stand, all other ground is sinking sand, all other ground is sinking sand. One more time. sinking sand I can say because I come from a country where we have 330 million gods many religion in the midst of all I can say my hope is built on Jesus Christ not any denomination not any church not any leader not in any bank oh I want to make it very clear not any bank but my hope is built on solid rock, Jesus Christ. Believers, we need that kind of hope. We need that kind of hope. We need that kind of hope. I have 12 scriptures. I just want to read the scripture. That's all I will do. I teach hours and hours in the Bible college. When I do a leadership seminar, my wife was with me, I did straight nine hours. So don't think I don't have material. But I have learned in last five years of my ministry what Dr. what Pastor Daryl said last night. Holy Spirit. Just Holy Spirit. I believe this, this word has power. I said, this word has power. I said, this word has power. And if you will just get these words inside you this morning, it will change you inside out. It will change you inside out. I said, it will change you inside out. Sister, I don't know who you are. I want to let you know this morning, God has brought me to this place to have this word for both of you. I can go from each child. I can go here and tell you. Yes, you may have two stroke. But God is a good God. I think God is a good God. He has brought you this far. And he's not going to drop you now. I'm believing for a miracle for your life. And I'm believing for a miracle for your life. Let me allow. I want church to allow me to go in the Holy Spirit today, oh God. Oh Lord, have your way this morning. Have your way. Not my agenda. I don't have any. I don't need any recommendation. I want to let you know. I don't need any recommendation. Whatever I can attain, I have done already. I'm the general secretary for the whole world. For the Pentecostal Fellowship. I'm the global cabinet members of Empower 21. So whatever I can do, I have done. I don't need any recommendation. But what I need this morning... Is the move of the Holy Spirit in this church. Nothing else. I say I have come to experience the Holy Spirit. Have an encounter with the living God. I know what God is, what God is bringing me only to this corner. But I want to let you know something will happen to you both also. God is a good God. I say God is a good God. I say God. So let me read a few passages. Go to Romans chapter 12. I have the notes there. So if that stops, clock stops, I will come to the notes. If clock keep running, I will just read the scripture. Okay, go to Romans chapter 12. Verse 12. Powerful. It says, let your hope be a joy to you. Oh, what a powerful. Let your hope be a joy to you. Not let your hope be a happiness to you. Let your hope be a joy to you. Because I know joy of the Lord is my strength. And I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. 
God is a good God. I say, God is a good God. Hope provides joy. I say, hope provides joy. Colossians chapter 1. Go to the book of Colossians chapter 1. It's coming here. Here we go. In verse 5. I like this translation. In NIV it says, The faith and love that spring from the hope. Oh. It says, That spring from the hope that is stored up for you in heaven. Oh. Something has been stored up for you. No one can have. Only you can have it. I said, only you can have it. And when you have that hope from the store, you will have. It will produce. It will generate what? Faith and love. We got joy. Now we got what? Faith and love. Go to 1 John chapter 3. And I can quote that one. God the Father has lavished his love into our heart that we are called his children. In verse 3 say, those who have this hope, those who have that this hope shall purify themselves as he is pure. In other words, when you have a confident hope, you will be like Jesus. As he's holy, you will live holy life. We want to come to that place. Oh God, I want to live a holy life. I want to live like you. I want to live. We have this hope that we will have a purified life. I said we will have a purified life and that is the reason I want you to have hope. Go to 1 Thessalonians chapter 1. 1 Thessalonians. I want to pray for people also. So I'm going to read a little fast now. 1 Thessalonians chapter 1 verse 3. We, all the family members of CLC, we continually remember before God and Father your work produced by faith, your labor prompted by love, and your Endurance inspired by hope. In other words, hope inspires your endurance. In the difficulty time, in the difficult times, when you don't know what to do, if you have confident hope, that will inspire you. Either that will inspire you. Go to Psalm 43, verse 5. I know people have quoted that scripture many times, but it's so powerful this morning when I was reading again this morning. I just read it in different translation, Psalm 43. Why am I discouraged? Why is my heart so sad? I will put my hope in God. I will put my hope in the bank. I will put my hope in a leader. No, no, no. I will put my hope in God who is the source of all hope as he is the source of all hope. And he can fill you so you can overflow. Psalm 71. Psalm 71 verse 14. But as for me, oh, but as for me, I will always have hope. I will praise you more and more. Last night when Pastor Darrell said, everyone to clap, my son said, while we were driving back, Michael said, Dad, it gave me something like when Bull, bulls are losing in a game and how people cheer and they clap. I felt like that, but people were praising God. I found victory last night in the church. Listen to me. When you have a hope, 
Oh, you, and when you will have a hope, you will praise him more and more. It doesn't matter what the world says. It does not matter what doctors say. Doctor told me I should not preach. Because I had a heart attack. Stay home. I'm a lazy boy. And become more lazy. It will never happen. I don't have any lazy bone. I'm doing more. As I'm traveling more. Dr. Mel said, how you can do it? Because I have a hope. Always in him. And that gives me joy to praise him. Not because of pressure. Not because pastor comes and tells me, lift up your holy hand and praise him. It gives me extra boost because I have a hope on him and him alone. That's why I want to praise him. And praise brings forth or birth the victory you will have. My dad has taught. Instead of always going, oh Lord, meet my need, start praising him. Lord, thank you for the money is going to come. Thank you for the food, it will be on my table. I said, thank you, thank you, praise you, Lord, we praise you. Yeah, there's a time to cry out to God, but there's a time also to praise him. When you have a hope, you will praise him. Book of Hebrews chapter 6. Book of Hebrews chapter 6 verse 19. And we'll read the first half only. It says, oh. We have this hope as an anchor for the soul. The next after comma says, firm and secure. Oh, did you get it? Another translation says, this hope is a strong and trustworthy anchor for our souls. What a God we have. What a God we have. He wants to fill you with this hope overflowing hope so you can say in the midst of difficulties confident hope which God has given to me is my anchor you are unshakable unmovable we are a blessed people I said we are blessed people this morning I said we are blessed people this morning because God has filled us I have a life I want to let you know my life is full of joy, full of peace, and full of hope. And I'm overflowing wherever I go. And wherever I go, when I sit up to a person who is defeated, he gets the hope because it's an overflowing, it's overflowing hope. Let's go further to Romans chapter 8, 25. 8, 25. It says, but if we have hope for what we do not see, we eagerly wait for it with Percifer. In other words, hope will enlarge, expand, mature your patience. I have a hope. I, I have a hope. What a God, what a God we have this morning. Rome, book of Job chapter 11. Job chapter 11 and verse 18. Job 11, 18. We are coming close because my time is also going up. Having hope are, verse 18 said, and you would be secure because there is hope. You would be secure. And this one says, Having hope will, you, will give you courage, boldness. We will have boldness and courage because of hope we have in Jesus Christ. In Psalm 23, 25, verse 3. I have seven minutes. 25, 3. No one whose hope... Oh, what a... I was shouting this morning. I was, my dad has taught me this one. He said, anybody can dance when music, the drum, everything is playing. But learn to dance when you see the mystery of the word of God. I was dancing in my spirit, in my soul. He said, no one whose hope is in you, you will ever be put to shame. Oh, you didn't get it. You will never be put to shame 
if you have hope in living God. I want to declare to this church for 59 years, 59 years, he has never, never disappointed me. He has never put, when Dr. Mel knows some of the situation, people, Pastor Daryl, it will help you. People try to come to me. He said, yeah, your ministry is going to die because dad has gone to heaven and there's no one and most of your uh, elders are gone or they are very old. Listen to me. Nothing could change me. Because I know my dad never called me to come to India. No one forced me to go to India. God called me for India. And I know he has not put to shame. He has opened the door all over the world. All over the world. Like I said, I'm going to Jerusalem. I'm going to Malaysia. I'm going to Brazil where 10,000 leaders are coming. Listen to me. It's only God. I said, it's only God. When people try to put you down, keep your hope in Almighty God, He will never put you down. I say, He will never put you down. We have a big God. And lastly, I want many scriptures, but I want to give one more scripture. Book of Hebrews, chapter 6. We read the 19, the first portion. I want to read the last portion, and then I will pray. 6, 19, the last portion says, Hope. It says it leads, which is a hope. It leads us through the curtain into God's inner sanctuary. In other words, if you will have confident hope, it will take you to the inner presence of God. I want you, everyone, to stand. I'm going to close my notes. Maybe next time I will open this one. Listen to me. I want you to come to the inner presence, into his sanctuary. Because hope will lead you to his sanctuary, to his presence, where we have miracles, deliverance, salvation, freedom. Oh, I like the word Pastor Dell said, freedom. We have freedom when we are in his presence. At his feet, we have freedom. At his feet, we have liberty. At his feet, we have liberty. Every eye close. At every eye close. I said every eye close. In the name of Jesus Christ, I bring the anointing upon them, God. Power. Power. God is a good God. Who will say, yes, I have crisis. I have difficulties, I have troubles, I have sickness, I have a lot of other things, and I don't know how to handle the situation. Please raise your hand, I want to pray for you. I want to pray for you. Just come, I have four more minutes. Just come to the altar, just come to the altar, I want to pray for you. Just come, 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 come. make your way to the altar. I'm saying, come to the very presence of the Almighty God. Just come in the very presence of the Almighty God. God is a good God. I said, God is a good God. I said, God is a good God. God is a good God. God is a good God. I don't know who you are, sister. Will you come here? Church, I need your help. I have not talked to anyone. But I, want, I have come here to bring this hope into this heart. I pray in the name of Jesus Christ. You will fill her. Oh God. No one will understand what you're going through. But we have a God. He understands everything. Lord, fill her with your hope. Which will inspire her. Motivate her. Encourage her. Lord, we thank you, Lord. Father, we pray for people at the altar. They have come with many uh, needs this morning. Many needs. Oh God. Many needs. What about Power. Who about Shandaraba power of God? Shandaraba. Power of God. Power. 
do miracle for my brother here. Do miracle. He has saved his life twice. Do miracle for him, O oh God. We thank you. Now I pray, O oh God, for this family, O oh God. God has seen your tears. God has seen and heard your cry, heart cry. Lord, do it. Do it, O oh God. Do it, O oh God. Do it, O oh God. In the name of Jesus Christ, I speak miracle. I speak miracle because we have power in our tongue. We thank you, Lord. I bring the Holy Spirit upon her life. In Jesus' name we pray. Oh God, we thank you, Lord. Anointing so strong upon you, young girl. And I pray for blood circle around this life. I pray for the blood circle. No evil one, no evil thing will come upon close to her. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray, oh God, for the fresh touch upon her. Church, I don't know whether you can sense it. I can sense so strong power upon this young girl this morning. Father, we thank you. It pleases you to have this girl for your glory. We thank you, Lord. Lord, I pray her life will become blessing to many, O oh God. We thank you, Lord. Bless them, O oh God. Bless them, O oh God. Bless them. We thank you, O oh God. We thank you. I'm going to pray for you. Oh God, thank you, Lord. My time is up. I want to give to Pastor Darrell, but I'm going to pray for you. I will not take much time. Pastor Darrell, you can take over. Thank you, oh God. Thank you, 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 oh God. I can stay two, three hours today here. I can see the needs here so strong. God brought me with a special purpose this morning to this church to lift the souls up. You have been discouraged, my sister. How long? How long? But today is your day, my sister. Today is your day. Believers, I want to clap hand for my sister here and for my brother here. God has touched them. God has touched them. Thank you, God. Thank you, 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 Lord. Miracle, I speak miracle. I speak miracle. We speak miracle, oh God. We speak miracle, oh God. Speak We thank you, Lord. We thank you, O God. We thank you, O God. We thank you, O God. God. Your kingdom will come into this life, O God. Lord, we thank you. Thank you. Many prayers have been offered for you, young man. Many prayers have been offered. You're going to see your destiny. You're going to see your future. Thank you for this life, oh God. Thank you, oh God. Our hearts are full of gratitude for this life this morning. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, oh God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Oh, Baba Shatha. Oh, God. It's not easy to handle the situation alone. Sometimes you feel you're left alone, but I want to declare to you my God will never leave you nor forsake you. He will fill you with joy, peace, and hope. We thank you, Lord. Lord, we thank you for this family. Oh God, 
Listen to me. For last three months, we are experiencing a lot of healing which we never experienced in the last 23 years of my ministry in India. Because for the last three months, every week we are giving 13 messages on prayer. Every week on prayer. And the thing like doctor said, kidney has to be replaced, transplant, heart surgery, cancel. Patient was put on the table. They shaved his chest and they were going to do the bypass surgery. We prayed a simple prayer. His surgery was canceled. And Pastor Dr. Mel, you know, my general secretary of the fellowship, he came two weeks ago, three blockages, three blockages, and doctor told, just come back and we will do your bypass. We prayed a simple prayer in our college building. He went back to his doctor and doctor said, there's no blockage. We have a big God. I said, 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 we have a big God. Power. 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 Power of God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Lord, a special blessing upon this child. We thank you. Thank you, Lord. Lord, we pray for this little girl here, Lord. Special blessing. She will walk in the divine destiny. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Protection around her all the time. Special angels to be dispatched for this life. Special angels. We thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I know we have a service here. I just want, just I want you to just clap for Jesus. Just clap for Jesus. Clap for Jesus. I said, clap for Jesus. I said, clap for Jesus. Clap for Jesus. Clap for Jesus. I think we are clapping for Jesus. I think we are clapping for Jesus. Awesome. Pastor Gerald, thank you, thank you very much. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. You may uh, just return to your seats quickly, and and I just uh, want to I want you to know this that um, whether He laid His hands on you or not or whatever, the Lord is here. It's Jesus who does all the work. Yes, so God. And so let's just say thank you to Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. You know, I, I love this illustration of the, of the overflowing because you could say, well, how can a, a man who comes from a persecuted country that could be uh, killed for his faith, could has seen so many die for their faith, how can he have so much hope? I mean, how can he preach a message like this? And I want to tell you, there is fruit when you have hope in your life. And the fruit is what you saw today. You saw the power of God. You saw just the, the joy that comes from it, the peace, the strength that comes from hope. And so hold on to that hope that we've been just shared with today, that we've got inside of us. I hope you took good notes. We're going to put last night and today on the website so that you can listen to these again and get these scriptures. Um, but I do want us, before we leave, to, to give an offering to Dr. Matthew Thomas and his ministry. Because not only is it a church and a Bible college and a seminary, but it's an orphanage. It's, it's a vocational school. It's medical clinics. Uh, uh, Dr. Thomas, could you just come real quickly? I, I really want them to see the, the picture of the new church that's coming. I don't know if we got that, Steve, or not, but uh, just tell us a little bit about that. 
we had the church with the tremor we have to demolish that building and this will be the new building which will be dedicated maybe in September or October on the top there's a dome I can put 200 people for prayer and the top of that we will have 30 foot cross on the top is 43 uh, 44 feet high building and the top of that we will have a cross whole district will see the cross lighted up in the night God is a good God you know people thinking why we are building because I have learned when you do something put a stamp of excellence people should not think the Christian they are poor and they make only small buildings I have my vision has been enlarged I want to do my this church building is four times bigger than what I had I'm, people say, why are you building an 825 series auditorium? I said, I'm believing the day I open, the church will be packed and I will have five services. Oh, you didn't get it. I said, I will have five services on Sunday. I will have. You know why? Because God wants to get the glory. Not me. God wants to get the glory through this building in my district. Pray. Oh, no, here we go now. I have the uh, altar. I can put 150 people there for prayer. 150 people will be sitting there or standing for prayer. God is a good God. I said, God is a good God. The school building we are building, 33 classrooms. 33 classrooms will be one of the best school in the district. E-education with the smart boards. No one has there. We'll have the high, the highly qualified professors in the high school to help kids. Even from my orphanage, they can go to that school. I have 133 boys and girls. God has been good to us. Uh, thank you, church. Thank you. Pray for us. As Like Pastor Darrell said, my life has been threatened many times. They want to kill me now. Even when we go to Bihar, they want to kill us. I had police Escorting us in the front, in the back. Three-star police. Because they know my life is in danger. But nothing can stop me to preach the word of God. I said, nothing can stop me. Amen. Amen. Amen.